I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. In this podcast, I talk a lot about consciousness. I talk about what we do with our minds. I talk about whether or not we are harboring egoic thought patterns, thought patterns that create enemies, that perceive things through a lens of separateness, and all of these things. And and I recognize that it might be difficult sometimes to see why this is important right now. When, when we look around at the world and we see so many problems, we see environmental crises that need to be addressed, we see political upheaval, we see polarization and fragmentation in our societies to an extreme measure. And I know that a lot of us might wonder, you know, what's, what's going to become of us? And why should we be focusing on these issues of consciousness when there are all of these outer issues that need to be addressed? Well, I want to speak to that today because I myself have been engaged in peace and justice issues. I went into the Peace Corps because I wanted to make a difference in the world. I have participated in nonviolent civil disobedience. I have done these things, and also I recognize that all of the things that we are witnessing playing out on the world stage are the manifestation of what is happening inside the mind. And let me just back up a little bit and give you some context with a little bit of autobiographical information. And that is, when I was in the Peace Corps, right after college, I worked in Ecuador. I was a volunteer in Ecuador. And I worked in the Andes Mountains, and I worked and lived among the Quechua Indians. And these were communities where most of them didn't have electricity, none of them had running water. The people that I worked with and lived among lived in earthen huts with thatched roofs, uh, many of the children had no shoes. The poverty was extreme. And at the same time, every time that I traveled into the city of Quito, I would see some of the wealth that was the outcome of the colonial era. There was this extreme disparity of wealth between the upper class and the indigenous people, and not just the indigenous people, but many of the people in the country, no matter their race, lived in extreme poverty. And as I experienced this and went back and forth between these worlds, I recognized that at the heart of this extreme inequity and extreme injustice, there was some sort of spiritual sickness that was playing out that this was more than a political or economic situation. This was, this was a spiritual situation, a spiritual sickness. And over the course of my life, I've 
attempted to get to the heart of that. What is that spiritual sickness? What is that misalignment in the depths of our being that can allow us to create a world that is so apparently broken? And so as I look around the world now and I I see the environmental crisis and I see the political crises, I recognize that what we are witnessing is the manifestation and the reflection of our beliefs of what is happening inside the mind. It is the reflection in the world of form of our consciousness. I don't remember which liberation theologian it was who said, who is talking about the horrible uh, violence and torture that was happening in his country and people were being disappeared, is the word that they use in Latin America, when people were abducted and never heard from again, usually oftentimes tortured and, and murdered. And he said that they were pulling bodies from the river one after another after another. And eventually you have to go up river to find out who is throwing the bodies in the river. How is this happening? And so that really has been my quest, to go upstream, upstream of all of these crises, all of these injustices, to to go to the source of that and to discover its source in the mind and in consciousness. Because unless we go to that place where this world is being generated, we're only going to be pulling bodies from the river. We're going to be doing triage on one crisis after another because we are not addressing the root cause, which is what's happening in the mind, and particularly our playing out of this egoic story of separateness. And so that's why I do what I do, and that's why I teach what I teach, and that's why I believe it is so important for us in this time, especially in this time, to be doing our inner work, to be noticing how we are using our own minds, to notice are we generating and harboring and entertaining and indulging these ideas of enemies these ideas of separateness, these ideas of alienation, these ideas of unworthiness. Because if we are indulging those thoughts in our own minds, we are contributing to the crisis rather than helping to alleviate it. And so this is why I feel so strongly about these issues, and this is why I believe that this is our task. This is our evolutionary task to become aware of what's happening in our own mind and our own consciousness and to really transform at that level, at the inner level, the level of how we understand who we are and what we are. And so I wanted to address this because I recognize that probably every time you read the headlines, you might feel some despair about what's happening in the world and what can I do when this thing seems to be spiraling out of control. Well, I wanted to speak to this because it's all beginning within, that everything that we see externally is only a reflection of what is happening internally. And so when you do this work, 
in your own heart and mind and being, in your own psyche, you are contributing to the healing and the proper alignment of the whole. And so I want to encourage you in this process and to, above all, to remember that as you do this, that the key to all of it is to stay in non-judgment, to not judge yourself and to not judge others, because judgment is the fuel that keeps this egoic story going. So let me just thank you and bless you as you make this contribution to this very historic moment. And until next week, I bid you peace. Peace.